Hi, everyone. Mitch from PickDogs.com here with Joe Madden. It is Thursday, March 24th, 2022 here with your live show. We're live seven days a week, 365 days a year. We're going to continue on at this time for today and tomorrow, Saturday and Sunday. Then starting on Monday, we'll move the weekday show back about a half hour or so. Maybe we'll see. We'll try it there. We might have to move it back a full hour to 11. Um, we'll have to see how it goes. I just... I just need to sleep, to be honest with you. I'm not going <laughs> to like sit here and make any excuses. The clocks change um, in the rest of the universe, except for here. So it doesn't get, um, you know, it's not the same time and getting light earlier or any of those, you know, type things. It's like, yeah. for me, it just gets an, it's just an hour earlier. That's <laughs> all it is, is it's it, so... Um, so you're saying you're not a robot and you actually at some point in your life need sleep. Well, it's 4.17 a.m. You guys just saw my <laughs> seven free picks in just five minutes. I didn't prepare those last night. And, um, you know, I have about three calls today. So my calls that I have, you know, we are, a, we are a company. So I have all sorts of calls all day long. And those start today at 5.15 a.m. my time. The East Coast people love to schedule me in early. Um, it's just the way that it is. So, um We'll be doing that. And uh, so the betting tools update to, you know, I did the betting tool show yesterday. I just had problems connecting on the live. I've figured it out. It seems to be an issue, but um, something that I have figured a workaround on. So okay. I'll be able to do the betting tool show again. I'm going to probably have to do it after my call. And that calls at 515 my time. So probably run 45 minutes. So maybe around noon, between noon and one. I'll do a betting tool show. Nice. So update on the betting tools for my call last night. looks like early next week um, is when we'll, we'll roll out. It's like they're not just going to roll it out because, you know, we're there. Um, they're going to roll it out when it's ready. And, um, you know, it's a, for us, it's not a sprint or anything like that. So the things that we've talked about, the player pages, the live betting, and um, – the um player pages live betting i think there's a bet builder and parlay builder i think there's some other things in there too that we okay. haven't done and there's a bunch of other things that we have so much stuff on in the pipeline um i get it confused but those are the main things so um really excited about that we've added a couple features in there that we weren't going to add as well so uh stuff with um past performances and We've started to add also for those people that do fantasy um, is not just um, prop betting and um, things of that nature. We've added um, DraftKings points and in That's addition, huge for people. Yeah, and yeah. and projected DraftKings points and all of those sort of things to our prop betting. And on top of that, we're going to um, we've been working um, with the odds that we've been giving on the prop betting has been mostly with Bet Rivers and. It's we have a relationship with with all the different books. You know that you know we don't hide it or anything. We're not yeah. we're not how some people accuse us of doing it. We have just like it's basically a refer a friend bonus. It's is yeah. no different than that. And um, basically, um, we'll have not just the Bet Rivers props, but we find that you know if you if we can combine a few books way way more betting options so we're going to provide more with more options and and we just we just need it's um we want to give you guys everything so it's like that's the way that um you know that uh, that's the way that we that's the only way we can do it is by expanding out we just you know you start 
here and then you go here. But um, yeah, we're excited about that. I'll talk about more about that on the betting tool show today. I'm going to try and keep that betting tool show to 10 minutes. I went 15 yesterday. I'm going to try and go 10, um, keep it around that 10 to 15 minutes a day. We'll just do, do three betting tools every day. And we also have some of our other sites um, are, are also, we're going to be adding to that as well. We're just, the guys um, want me to wait. I wanted to do a whole separate show around the other sites, and I probably will. Um, you know, I want to do one around the calculators because we have mm -hmm. not just we don't just have an arbitrage calculator like some of those sites. We got like twenty calculators, right? So it's like we could do a different calculator. You know, we could just go through each one. You know, one a day, do a show like of that every day for ever you know just rotate around just you know not there's really nothing to it for us the content is created because you just go one calculator next to the next one next, next yeah next, right so yeah why not you know and it's like that's something that i could start on my own and then you know maybe joe could, could do a day and anybody can do it you know yeah. because uh the content is kind of built right in there as long as you're familiar with the tools um you'll be able to do it but anyways to today's schedule, Joe, Sunday night, by Sunday night, four teams will have cut down the nets. Um, dreams will be fulfilled. Legends will be made. Um, these, are the, these are the resume games, you know. Uh, it's a statistic, you know. This is a category for, for college coaches, you know. He's got 18 Final Fours. Yeah. He's got six Goes Final Fours. Resume. He's got, these are the resume <laughs> games. These are the big yeah. ones. And, you know, these are the ones why we're fans, you know. I, I remember where I was when Michael Jordan hit the shot against Georgetown in, in New where Orleans, where this year's Final Four is, you know? Where were I, you? I was in Connecticut. I was in boarding school. Okay. Was, where, what were you guys watching on? We were on, like, one of those box crappy TVs in the second floor oh. of, like, this, of this dorm. Not our dorm, but in this other dorm. <laughs> kind of, like, where the classrooms are. So I went to a boarding school where, like, they had day students and boarders. Yeah. And, um, you know, I was, I was just watching it with some of the other boarders, you know, the guys who I'd watched games with all season long, basically the, the basketball team for our school oh, that's know, with, awesome. with those guys. And, um, yeah. And when Michael Jordan, I mean, hit the shot against Georgetown, that was in new Orleans where this final four is. And, um, you know, I said it, you know, in the seven free picks in, in five minutes. I mean, the Magic Johnson, Larry Bird game. We hear Charles Barkley on there all the time talking about Auburn. You know, this guy played in the NBA for how many years? But he talks about Auburn more than any of that stuff. And, you know, these this is, you know, a lot of these guys only played one year, you know, these days. You know, one and dones. Um, it wasn't always like that. But still, you know. Grant Hill had a tremendous NBA career. He's known for the he's known for the past to Christian Leitner, you know. He, he's not known for any of that other stuff. That's what he's known for. You know, Christian Leitner had an NBA career. He's known for the shot, you know, that Grant yeah. Hill threw to him, the past. Since uh, you know, Coach K, you know, it's like he had how many wins, you know. He's known for that game too, you know, yeah. mostly, and it's where it, legends are made yeah it's it's just an amazing thing that the big stars come out on the big stage i mean they've done you know entire tv shows about one game you know it, it, the north the north carolina state houston game you know uh the jim balvano you know made him a legend 
you know, the, the shot, it bounced up off the, you know, the back of the thing and the guy comes down and there they are, you know, 15 point favorites, national 15 point underdogs, you know, national champions beating, you know, Hakeem Olajuwon and Clyde Drexler, two guys that went on to be NBA hall of famers, you know, all both on the same college basketball team. You know, and that, you know, that North Carolina team had James Worthy and Michael Jordan on the same team, two NBA Hall of Famers, too. And, yeah, the Chris Webber timeout against North Carolina. Um, that that whole fabulous five. Juwan Howard, who's who's still alive here as a coach, you know, um, went to the uh, went to the finals. Five freshmen for Michigan starting. You know, the Fab Five played against North Carolina. You know, just... Uh, John Shire, who's taking over for Coach K, national champion at Duke. Gordon Hayward, you know Butler, Brad Stevens, you know the coach of the of the Cel- of, of the Celtics, um, took Butler to the Final Four twice, you know in a row, wow. two years yeah. in a row to the Final Four, came you know inches away from winning it. Gordon Hayward with the heave that just rattled around the rim and popped out. That was in New Jersey at the, at the Meadowlands, you know, and it's like, it's, this is what it all comes down to. And it's just, uh, this is why we love sports, you know, outside of, you know, I think before we, for, for a lot of people, for most of us, including me, um, we love sports long before we love sports betting. And absolutely, you know, and these are the games. Why, you know, these are the games why. So I'm excited. I think there's going to be those type of games here. They, it certainly sets up for it. Um, we have those type of teams. We have, you know, this, we have two teams tonight that play um, suffocating defense. Absolutely suffocating. We have the team that lost the national championship game last year who has comes back bigger and better this year with Chet Holmgren now in the lineup who is a freak of nature. Um, you know, a lot of people believe he's the number one overall pick to me. Now he's, this guy's got to gain some weight. Yeah, he does. You know, you know he needs to hit the gym. Yeah. He's got to gain some yeah. weight. Well, it's, you know, they're, they're guys like this, you know, they're just super tall and, you know, they just, he's, he's, eight, he's what 18 year old kid. You yeah. Know? And, uh, you know, you have tonight, you know, the Michigan team that, you know, I've been writing off all season. You know, here they are in the Sweet 16. Did they get an easy draw or did they really earn it? You know, you've got Villanova who has won it, you know, a couple of times before. Yeah. They had a shot, right? Josh Hart had the shot at the last second to turn around, jumper for the win. You know, they've, they've won in the exciting fashion, you know, and then yeah, I just love it. You know, and like I said, they'll be cutting down the nets. But Saturday and Sunday, I'll be live halftime of all four games. Um, if Joe's around, she's welcome to join me. If she's not, well, we'll just talk about her behind her back like we usually do. <laughs> I'm going to try to be here, you guys. But we'll see. Um, but we've got Houston, Arizona. We've got Villanova, Michigan. We've got Arkansas, Gonzaga, and Texas Tech, Duke. These are four... Big boys, you know, these are the, these are eight yeah. big boys. These are the, these are the big boys. You know, these are the guys that all season long, you know, you can, you can, if you've watched college basketball at all, you've seen these guys, every one of them in big games. And 
I would have to say we've seen them win big games and we've seen them lose big games. If we go to Houston, Arizona, for Arizona, the big loss was at Tennessee. If we go to Houston, the big loss was the Wisconsin game where they came back from 20 down and um, on the last play of the game, they fed the ball into the player underneath the basket, hit him in the chest, and he dropped the pass and did not wasn't able to convert it for the dunk. And they lost by one point. Also, the game at Alabama where the officiating was so bad that after the game, the officials just ran off the court. The Houston players, of course, ran after the referees. It was a mess. Um, it was that bad. So, you know, the Cougars went to the Final Four last year. This year, they lost their two best players over the course of the season. Has not slowed them down one bit. Um, they got Final Four experience. You know, they have a coach that, oh, man, can this guy coach um, up against Arizona. First-year coach for the, for the Cats, um, replacing Sean Miller. Caught on, the, caught on that phone call with the um, recruit that, on FBI tapes. <laughs> Um, not exactly the way you want to go out, but uh, Joe, any thoughts about this one? Oh, they're all going to be great games in here, Mitch. I'm looking at them, and the one that really sticks out to me is the Gonzaga-Arkansas game, and I think that's going to be tighter than the number. I'm going to have to go with Arkansas plus the points in that one. I just think both teams are so desperate to get this win. They're going to be playing their heart out, and I can't see Arkansas losing by that many points. We know Gonzaga can go away and run away with games, but Arkansas is just as strong of a team, I think, and I think they can keep this one tight. Well, when you look at, um, you know, losses, you know, which, you know, at, at, with these teams, you're at that point where it's like, you, it's tough to look at wins because they have so many, you know, yeah. it's like, it's like Wolf of Wall Street. Don't judge me on my wins, <laughs> winners, judge me on my losers because I have yeah. so few, <laughs> you know, it's, <laughs> it's, um, you know, we look at Gonzaga and, and the loss that they took, you know, one of them was, was Alabama and also from the sec is Arkansas a better version of Alabama is, is that what they're facing? So is the blueprint out there to beat the Zags? I think the blueprint is, but the, the issue with the blueprint of course is, Timmy and Holmgren, you know, is that they still have those guys and, you know, they can basically yeah. beat, yeah, beat you. Um, if if they have their game, they're still going to win. It doesn't matter, you know, is uh, the Mike Tyson, right? It's like everyone has, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. And, uh, you know, it's... Uh, it sounds easy enough. Yeah, it sounds easy enough on paper. And that's why like, Kelvin Sampson is such a great coach at Houston because his plans are working. We saw Jim Laranaga at Miami do it. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a homer. Well, I am. But, you know, aside from that, and, you know, we see the Texas Tech, you know, too, yeah. who takes on Duke tonight, who, you know, you look at the at, at these lines and... Um, you know, you pick the game with the biggest line out there. So, you know, it's Gonzaga. They lost in the finals last year. Yeah. They lost to a team from, uh, you know, the, from the Big 12 last year and um, who plays a similar style to Arkansas, you know, who plays in the SEC, but similar style. And, um, you know, Arkansas loaded with talent. Loaded, loaded, loaded of muscle, and it's done an unbelievable job there. And of course, this team went on a major run during the course of the season. It's going to be a great one. It is for sure. Yeah. Any I, others that you're leaning on, Mitch? I have premium picks on every game tonight in okay. in these games. So, you know, yep. 
I'll, I'll give my opinion on the game, but I, I, I can't give out my sides because yeah. I've given them out as premium picks. You can get them packages, whatever. I have a three-pack. If you buy my three-packs, shoot me an email. I'll tell you what the fourth one is. Awesome. Yeah, that's for sure. I will do that. Yeah. No problem. But um, we've got, um, you know, I think that, uh, I think that, I think the Michigan Villanova, it might be, to me, um, the the biggest of the um, yeah Arkansas cannot Arkansas Arkansas can't turn the ball over that that's for sure I mean no, they're gonna have to play a perfect game to beat Gonzaga Baylor when they beat yeah. Gonzaga last year even though they beat him badly um, in the final they played a perfect game you know they did yeah. and Arkansas will need to do that because it's kind of like what we've seen in a lot of these upset wins you know Michigan's win. You know, the, the last game. We've seen it in a lot of these games is that if you get them down, you cannot let them get up off the mat. You know, it's like, so Miami in the Auburn game, Auburn kept reeling them in, reeling them in. They finally got it 33-32 at the half. That Miami was only up by one point. It was their smallest margin of the game in that point. And then they came out in the second half and Miami put the hammer down on them again. You cannot let these guys back in. We saw Memphis had Gonzaga dead to rights. And they let him back in. And once you let, once you open that door, yeah. you know these guys they find a way. That's why they're number one. That's why they're you know they're in the Sweet Sixteen. I think that you know to me the Texas Tech Duke game is really you know a, a classic you know matchup. You have Texas Tech who was in the finals two years ago against uh, against Virginia, another ACC team. They lost that game. They had the game won with 40 seconds left to go. They let the fish off the hook. There was two really controversial calls in the last 40 seconds that both went against Texas Tech in that game. And there's no way to, there's not, it's, it's not like one of these controversial calls where, well, we had Texas Tech, so we're crying about it. It was one of those controversial calls. Both of them were where yeah. they were pretty much, very much talked about after the game in mainstream media. So that's when you know that they're seriously controversial calls. <laughs> and those were, um, you know, Texas Tech, a little bit of redemption. Of course, Chris Beard gone, you know, as head coach at Texas Tech. But, mm -hmm. man, it's uh, the program alive and well here. You know, Texas uh, sent packing by Purdue. But Texas Tech here taking on Coach K and what could be his final game as a college head coach. Sad. But it hasn't, and it evicted the uh, farewell tour for Coach K, has yeah. not been pretty. No, not at all. You know, he lost in the ACC tournament final to Virginia Tech in a one-sided game. He lost his home, uh, his home, his last home game to North Carolina in a one-sided game. Uh, this is not a great Duke team. They have some deficiencies, and I think what we saw in the Cal State Fullerton game against Duke, even though it was a seventeen-point win, was embarrassing. It was an embarrassing product for Duke, a game that they normally win by fifty. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they come out tonight. That's for sure. I think Michigan point dogs in that. Michigan Villanova is interesting as well. Michigan team that I didn't think I think of the of the Sweet Sixteen teams, this is the one that really doesn't deserve to be here. But there always seems to be that team. Usually it's Syracuse. This year it's it's Michigan. I thought they got a fairly um, good draw for them. I think, you know, Tennessee is, is a tough team or whatever, but they had matchup problems against Michigan. And then, you know, Colorado State, I thought, once again, you know, not not a great, um, didn't match up great against Michigan. 
Villanova, they create the bad matchup the other way. They might not have some of the size that Michigan has inside, but these guys jump over the top of the rim to block shots. We saw, we've saw, seen it every single round where it's like, how did that guy jump that high to block that shot? It's like, how did that even happen? And then on the other side, they never miss a free throw. Like, never. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they start throwing those three-pointers in. You know, as we talk with Jovan about, you know, when he's always on, it's like the net doesn't even move. It's just boom, boom, boom. It's amazing. Um, and they have a lot of guys that can do it. They're stacked. Jay Wright, of course, you know, national championship winning coach as well. Well, these teams are so strong. It's just going to be a battle. Yeah, this is going to be. This is, these are, you know, this is the Sweet 16. This is, yeah. you know, there's no more scrub teams, easy games. You know, we look at tomorrow and, you know, there might be teams that are surprised to be there. You know, Iowa State, Miami, St. Peter's. You know, a lot of teams that have emerged from the underdog role, North Carolina. But um, it doesn't mean they don't deserve to be there. And the lines, the point spreads indicate that. Oh, We're absolutely. Not, the only point spread that we see that's over five points is that it's Gonzaga line. Um, and then tomorrow, Purdue, 12 and a half over St. Peter's. Wow, that's a lot of points for a St. Peter's team that just had a fantastic game. Wow. But then is everyone going to be thinking that? I, th- I think what generally once you get to this point of the tournament, yeah. kind of the Cinderella stories usually end. But there are a few, oh. you know, there's a few over the years where they continue. Um, Shaka Smart taking VCU to the Final Four from the play-in. Uh, Brad Stevens taking Butler to the Final Four twice. And Jim Laranega taking George Mason to the Final Four, mowing down number one UConn in the process to do that was um, nothing short of amazing. So it happens. I mean, that's this is NC State, the Jim Valvano, you know, the, the game we talked about earlier, the Derek Wittenberg game. Um, yeah. It's uh, best Cinderella story, do you think, over the years? For the NCAA tournament that I've seen, yeah. I know there have been yeah. some that I didn't see, but the ones that the ones that I have seen, Villanova over Georgetown, the Rolly Massimino okay. coach team over um, over Georgetown pre shot clock era. Okay, so that's a little bit different. They played yeah. a lot of keep away. It was a super low scoring game. Yeah, that would have been an interesting pre shot clock. Yeah, then. Um, then the other, I'd say that North Carolina State over Houston was, was, you know, the Cinderella of Cinderella stories and the way that it ended, you know, with the ball bouncing off the, the you know, into Lorenzo Charles's hands, just in position to slam home a dunk at the buzzer. Um, another one. Okay. Yeah, Butler-Duke was a great game uh, 2010, but the shot didn't go down. You know, so that's the problem there. If the shot goes down, well, then that's probably the greatest upset and the greatest run in history. And that's why Brad Stevens, you know, ends up as head coach of the Boston Celtics directly from Butler. You know, is you make it to the Final Four twice with Butler. It's, you know, I had Butler in my Final Four uh, the second year, and I won the bracket contest, everyone that I entered. Nobody had them. I was the only one that had them. Wow. Yep. 
after they had gone the year before. They had lost Gordon Hayward. Oh, okay. So everyone didn't believe it. Right. Harvey Armstrong signed to his football. Yeah. I um I just wish these games kicked off earlier today, Mitch. <laughs> right? We gotta wait all the way to seven Eastern. Well, this is, you know, the the opening rounds and all that stuff are yeah. over. You know, it's uh you know, this is how they do it. And, you know, it's late, you know, too early, too late, you know, and it's like you still need two TVs, you know, for these games. They space them out a little bit, but not enough. Yeah, 20 that, minutes between the start of the first two games. Yeah, so like I said, gen, you know, generally I go halftime on the Elite Eight and forward. Um, tonight I know um, I have one conflict, but um, if I'm around, I will try and go live halftimes um, of some of these games. And you know, we'll be live in-game on other games and, and halftime of the others and so what. You know, I enjoy doing it. But a pretty solid card there. Let's move on to the NBA. Got uh, just five games tonight. We got Cleveland, Toronto. We've got Washington, Milwaukee. We got the Pels and the Bulls. We've got Memphis and the Pacers and the Nuggets against the Suns. Yeah, I'm not... Um... Not a lot of games, but still some good value here. I'm leaning on Toronto to get it done at home after that big loss to the Bulls. I think they have a bounce back game here. They have struggled as a favorite as of late, but I think it's just too important of a game for them not to get it done. I'm also leaning on the over between the Pacers and the Grizzlies. These teams trend playing each other so strong to that over. I look at the spread and I don't want to bet it. I don't like the number here. It would be the Pacers or nothing with all the points. Um, But it's hard to get on them because they've lost six of their last 10 games. It's a hard pill to swallow, Mitch. And then I think the Bucs cover all the points against the Wizards. The Wizards just have not been playing well at all. Their defense has been giving up just so many points, and I think this one goes over as well. They're 8-2 and two in their last 10 meetings to that over. And both teams trend nice to the over. The Wizards on the road are 4-0 and oh in their last four road games to the over, and the Bucks coming in off rest in this one, 7-3 and three in their last 10, playing on that one day's rest. And then give me the Nuggets laying the three and a half points. I think this one, I don't know what the Suns are going to do in this game. They seem so comfortable in their spot they're sitting in. I think we could see them resting players. I might take the Suns in the first half to come out strong in that first half and then the Nuggets to cover the spread for the full game. Any thoughts on Mitch, the Suns, if they're going to sit people tonight? I'm not really sure if they're sitting people or not. I just think that, you know, the Nuggets have a ton to play for here. Uh, The Suns a lot less to play for. But, you know, according to the betting tools, the Suns' first quarter, first half are the play here. And if you were watching my seven free picks in just five minutes, you guys know the betting tools have not been missing too often. So um, 12-2 and in my last 14 on the seven free picks in just five minutes. So, uh, yeah. Took me uh, seven minutes and uh, 
<laughs> 46 seconds today because I started talking about the final four in Sweet 16. So got sidetracked. <laughs> you don't have a lot of time to get sidetracked in five minutes. You can't squirrel, Mitch. <laughs> and, and, uh, but um, plus I gave out, you know, some halves and quarters in with those picks as well. Oh, lovely. So, but, you know. I also I like the I like the Cavs. I'm once again I'm going with the betting tools and the dog streaks on that one. Yeah. I just think the dogs. So the last two days I've really leaned on the dog streaks. It hasn't been exclusively dog streak picks, but I've leaned on them, and they have been the dog streaks have just been fire. So I, I like the Cavs in that in that one. Just the Raptors ice cold as home favorites. Um, I don't know if they win who wins the game. I don't care, you know. But I just think with the points there. Um, I gave out, so I gave out Milwaukee in the, my free pick video and I believe in the parlay as well, but the betting tools really like the other side of that one. But I don't know. The thing is that to me, the bucks right now, um, have been hot. So yeah, I think they're playing some of their best ball right now. They are. They are. That's what they do. (laughs) And, um, you know, the Memphis Pacers game is another one that's interesting. We saw Memphis last night. A lot of people had written them off. No John Morant, right? (laughs) See, it doesn't matter. It's in the line. It's like, I don't know. I can't even explain enough. And I got to say, you know, I was on a call last night, you know, with the betting tools guys and stuff. And, you know, it's just like, it was what, you know, the Timberwolves were way up. I'm like, how are they going to screw me? How's it gonna happen? What's the, what are they gonna get outscored in the fi- in the, in the last quarter? Fifty yep. to ten? Is that what's gonna happen here? It was so, it was pretty close to that. Yeah. It oh, was like man. they just fell to pieces. Yeah. But um, yeah, definitely should be some interesting games in the NBA tonight. And just to see what the coaching does, I'm really interested in that Suns one, what they end up doing. But I love the betting tools first quarter too. Something I hadn't even thought about. But even if they sit people in the second half, first half, first quarter is a great way to go, Mitch. It's the thing about the, it's the thing about the betting tools. Um, it's the thing about the betting tools is that it puts you on, it makes you alert to some things that you might not have been paying attention to. That's really what they're all about. You know, they don't say set in stone because a lot of times you can get conflicting information, you know, where one says one and one says the other. So it's all part of it. Well, that was pretty quick. Went through everything. It was. It was super quick in there. (laughs) What's going on in the NHL today? Ten games. Yeah, gonna be a big show on Puck and Crazy today. It's gonna be a Puck and so. Long show, Puck and Crazy. <laughs> we try to still keep it within the half an hour, and I just talk really fast at the end to get everyone um, my puck. free sides and so no one, games. So no one gets too Puck and carried away. Yeah, yeah. I promised everyone it will be a short show so that people aren't sitting there forever to get their picks. Like I do. I try not to squirrel. Like I do to them here. No, we don't do it here. I think we go over way more stuff here. So, Bucks minus nine hundred. Yeah, that's a, it's a really good bet. <laughs> you know, Mitch, I have to shake my head. I posted something on Twitter, and I don't know if you saw the feed, but on um on yours or on Pick Dogs? 
on mine on what's the highest money line or what's the highest spread you'll take like what's the most juice you'll pay people love doing like minus 800 they think there's value still and i don't understand why people don't understand that you lose one of those and it's just they think you know dropping minus a thousand on a bet you're still making money and it's just sure bad and well, i just shake my head i know but you have to you have to look at those people and you have to say you know how's how's that working out for you yeah and they'll say well i win more often than i lose yeah, and you will win more often than you lose. But the problem is one loss wipes out all those winnings. Oh, exactly. And the payoff right? isn't there. You know? Yeah. The payoff isn't so there. So one, one guy wrote that he put 32K on one game. And I can't remember. I'm sure he was exaggerating a little, but he said he lost it. He put 32K on a game, and it was like the first home game ever on something. And it was like insane, like money line. And he lost it. It's like, ouch. That's going to take years to make up. Years. There was a bet made at Caesars, I know, over the course. I think it was, I'm not sure if it was this college football season or the one yeah. before. But there was one where, you know, someone bet like, you know, 85000 to win like $300. And they lost. It's like, it's just a horrible bet. It was Toledo. <laughs> it was two years ago, I think. What's horrible. The f like, why? You're horrible. making 300 <laughs> Like, oh man! People think it. It's like it. you know they think it's a sure thing. They, well, look they call at, it free money. That's what everyone keeps saying on that post. It's free money. It's not it's free not money. money. No. It's not free money. Yeah. Stuff happens. It's a bad that's bet. For sure. It's, a, it's called. Yeah. It's called high high risk low reward. Yeah, and then you've got to look at your return on investment over the year on that, like what you're risking. To make that much money. Wow. So some, I, I got, always get the um, comment, you know, we have a couple minutes here, not too much time, um, but I always get the comment, you should do videos on money management and betting strategy. And I think betting strategy, I, I, I think every show and every pick I give out is betting strategy. But, you know, I, I, I would love to do more stuff like that. And I, I mean, I don't know how much more I can say it. You know, it's maximize your return. You know, yeah. maximize your return and do it in a way not from parlay. So, you know, use the betting tools, figure out which teams win as underdogs. You know, like in the NCAA tournament, I didn't have my best tournament I ever had, but I made a lot of money. If that makes sense. It's like I didn't if you look at my record overall, it wasn't very good. I had a really rough day. I was on the wrong side of you know two layups, you know that beat me by half a point on the other side. The garbage time, you know, where the other team just you know dribbled down the court and laid it in, happened to me twice in one night. Duke and Wisconsin, uh, Colgate hit one, and uh, Cal State Fullerton, where they just let the guy dribble down the court and score in in a game that was right on the number. And um, but the thing is, I also you know and I picks that I gave out for free on this on these shows were um, Richmond on the money line versus oh, Iowa. That was a good one. Yep. And I also gave out Miami on the money line versus Auburn. So, <laughs> you know, those were two big payers. You know, I got yeah. nearly three to one on the Miami Auburn because we got it in early at when it was plus two eighty. It went down to minus two uh, plus two fifty where I also had bets in because I 
you know how I get. I start betting yep. it, and then I start thinking to myself, man, I should get more <laughs> on it. And then it was kind of like, then someone says, man, I really like Auburn, and I like, gotta bet it again. And then it's like, you know, it's like then people are rooting for 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 uh, Duke, so I gotta bet on Miami again because it's like the Duke guys. Like, I'm just gonna bet on Miami money line, and you know, there's nothing to do with anything, you know. But I still do it, and it's, I just get carried away, and then I have no, end up with no money, you know, and I'm, I'm on the credit card, you know, <laughs> eating at the snack bar because I've been doing the same thing over the last seven months. Yeah, it's here. like. And I showed Joe, you know, like, and Brian, you know, when I was leaving Vegas, you know, exactly <laughs> what that looked yeah. like, you know, um, when Absolutely. you, when, when you do that. And, um, you know, the thing is, is that, you know, so money management is not really my thing. Yeah. I think if you're looking for money management, it depends on what you want to do, you know, um, cause to me, the best money management is taking your shots where you have the best chance to to get a return. I might only have, you know, games like that Miami game and games like that Miami Notre Dame football game a few years ago and, you know, Iowa Ohio State that same at a week earlier, you know, where Ohio, where Iowa was a 20 and a half point dog and went one outright at plus 1000, you know, and uh, you know, I showed my ticket, you know, you guys said, show your ticket. I was in Vegas, so I had the ticket. I showed everybody, yeah. you know. It's like here's my bet before the game starts, and, you know the whole thing, and uh, yeah. you know and they beat them by like five touchdowns or something. But it was, um, I think that um, you know for me, it's treading water, not getting beat up too bad, trying to trying to grind it out, and then when you have that opportunity to take that shot, you know, you just have to man up and ball, you know, and yeah. you're not going to hit them all, but. Those are the ones that it just seems that I do hit most of those. You know, I don't hit them all, but that's for sure. But I do seem to win most of them. Because normally it's like you always remember the bad ones, you know, the ones that really yeah. came back and roasted you. And I really, on those type of bets, I can really only think of one, you know, where I really got crushed on it. And that was the Seattle versus Green Bay playoff game oh. where, um, you know, Green Bay just played terribly. And or Seattle played terribly, ended up having to do an onside kick, hit the Green Bay guy in the chest, they ended up winning the game. But uh, that was the year they lost to the Patriots in the Super Bowl, I believe. And, um, you know, I lost that game. And that one, I had a pretty good sized bet, not like the Miami Notre Dame game, and probably not as much as I had on this Auburn game. But I still, you know, enough that it left a mark. <laughs> that's for sure <laughs> it's not happy you remember it definitely oh yeah mark. oh yeah but it's like yeah. it seems to me that i have few and far between of those and yeah. most of the and all of those games if you if you notice the, the the trend except for that game is that it's usually a big money line dog so the risk reward is there the other way it's like if I win, I'm going to really get paid off. It's like a slot machine or like a parlay for you guys or a lottery ticket where it's like you bet as little as possible and you return as much as you can. And in order to bet professionally and to do it for a living and to make enough to pay the bills, that is the way to do it because outside of that, it's like a poker tournament, right? And I, I think that's only the, a, a pretty solid analogy there. You will blind out. You know, you will oh, juice absolutely. out, you yeah. know. Because you're not going to have winning days every day. And even if you go 500, um, you're, go you're still going to have, if you go 500, you've lost. And the more games you bet, the more you've lost. Yeah. 
And I think that's what people have to understand. If you take five games and you're betting heavy favorites on that money line, win four of them, lose one, you're better off winning those two dogs in, instead, right, out of those five games. You're making more money at the end of the day. Yeah, if you bet all the dogs on the money line in the NCAA tournament so far, you're up. Oh, Oh, yeah, you, you are. Hit, you hit St. Peter's, yeah. you know, that paid for, you know, probably your entire first round. Yeah. St. Peter's and, um, you know, there's probably like two or three of these would have paid for your Iowa State, St. Peter's, and a couple up more would have paid for your whole yeah. first round. You know, Miami was an yeah. underdog both games. St. Peter's, underdog both games. Yeah. Anyways. We'll talk more about that. We're going to have a lot of time, you know, doing baseball and stuff to talk more about betting <laughs> strategy. We'll have, you know, we'll do additional shows. I, I really want to add, I'm going to be, you know, adding more shows. I'm doing the betting tools show. I'm going to be doing that. So I'm going to have a lot of free time and you guys know I don't do well with that. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll figure it all out because now yeah, I don't like, get back in your office. Mitch. Well, well if the thing is to make it, to make it worse for me, it's that I have all these people helping me with videos. So it's like I don't even have to I don't even get to do 15 16 baseball videos a day anymore. You know, I maybe get to do, you know, 6 or 7. You might like, have to golf a little bit if more. If I'm lucky. <laughs> 6 or 7. You know, if I get like 6 or 7 in maybe a parlay. I could so I could start whoring myself out to soccer. <laughs> Just claim I'm a, I I love that like the guys on Twitter and stuff all of a sudden they're, you know, they're it's like all of a sudden, they're a soccer expert. You know, it's like, yeah. you no, know, nothing. <laughs> soccer, or and you see the ticket, minus 800. Congratulations. Anyways, thanks, everyone, for joining us. I am going to parlay. Um, let's see. I'm going to use the parlay tool. Well, here's here's living proof that if you sign up for other people's emails list, here's what happens to you. <laughs> we have put together a brand new 2,500 leads list of college basketball bettors all harvested from the start of this current CBB season up till last weekend of the NCAA tournament. The list includes full name, phone number, email address for each of the 2,500 leads. What? Yeah, I just got this email. list will be emailed to you in CSV format. Let me know if you're interested in purchasing the list. Thanks. Dollarbettingleads.com. Wow. Yeah. So don't end up on the list, guys. We don't no. sell your information. We don't give your information away. I Believe me, I guard it with my life. People ask me to buy it for me all the time. No chance. Zero chance. We have some really cool things coming up that you will have to sign up for. But most, a lot of you guys, you know, it's like, will be well worth it, and we will never, ever, ever sell your information. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. All right. Let me get to my parlay builder. Like I said, if you buy my, um, if you buy my college basketball three-pack today, email me. I will give you that fourth game that I have. I also have an NBA play. I'll, I'll give you that one, too. Nice. Those are just for like people that have long term, you know, I throw them in picks like that, but um Let's see. Where are these damn betting tools? Okay, well, will you find that? I'll give out mine. I'm going to take the over between the Pacers and the Grizz 
the Bucks laying the points, and Arkansas plus the points. All right. It's the over in Duke, Texas Tech. It's Vegas Golden Knights. It's Mackenzie McDonald in tennis and E.G. Roos in tennis. That's plus 285 on that one. 10 bucks on this 14 parlay pays 348.06. 34 times your money. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> like it. Get out there and pound that bitch. Anyways, thanks everyone for joining <laughs> us. Have a great day. We appreciate each and every one of you. Make it a winner. Don't mind Joe's language. She'll, <laughs> she'll try and act more professional tomorrow. Have a great day.